How do? How do? <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, we were nearly late, weren't we, Mike? Well, where were you? What, what, what was we? So, um, I've got a new webcam, and um, I need to shave. I still haven't properly shaved because I missed a bit. <laughs> But oh. the webcam is now in, in such detail. I mean, to be fair, it's got autofocus as well. It's focusing behind me. Um, but the webcam is now such detailed, you can actually see the little bit of fuzz that I'm growing on my face. So um, I had to go and fix that quickly. Or try to. Lance shaved, Lance shaved earlier, but he missed a bit. I did, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot to take the guard off again. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Reese and Wayne. You guys have just Evening, gents. Evening. Oh, dear. What a week. Enjoying yourself, mate, now. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. Friday feeling. Paul, that your ceiling gets repaired, or it's like it's changing every time we see it. It is. So I was just saying to saying to Lance there. So we had um, that 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 hole has come from the mother-in-law's foot, and we, it's not that we leave her locked up in the in the attic. If you're <laughs> sort of if you're phoning in from America and watching from the attic, uh, if you're if you're getting old blighty the loft. Um, the loft, the loft. But there was this one piece of of unboarded floor, and the mother-in-law found it with her foot. She done it on purpose, but, mate. Probably did, yeah, just to spite me for knocking up her daughter five times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> boom. Damn it. yeah, I went there that early. So yeah, so that was it. Was repaired by this this other guy um, who who didn't do too good a job of it. So then. Um, her brothers are plasterers and builders by trade. So while they were around, one of them was doing a bit of painting and decorating right. for us uh, last week. Um, with full COVID uh, controls in place, obviously, social distancing, everyone else buggered off out because he's the brother-in-law, we just give him a key. Um, and he's been around and done all the downstairs for us, all painted it and everything like that. So it's all crisp for Christmas and when the baby arrives. Uh, and then he also jibbed upstairs and did a proper job of that. Um, proper job. W- which is drying now until the next time that someone goes up there and puts their foot for it. So, but yeah, that's that. Anyway, <laughs> welcome, welcome, to, yeah. welcome to yeah. Now, now we've got handy Andy out of the way and and the, <laughs> and the top tips on fixing ceilings. Top tip, <laughs> top tip of the week. I was, I was going to say, I think the main news this week is obviously you know we've come out of lockdown into lockdown. Um, if you're in Kent, um, I know lots of other con- counties are all uh, same sort of position. Um, how are we all feeling about that, gents? Because obviously a lot of events aren't going to be going ahead. No. Nah. Yeah, it's a bit of a one, isn't it? No, it's, 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 it's an all one. So work-wise, um, we've been, I've been doing every other day. So I work directly. Um, I've got a coordinator that works for me. Um, and, and basically for every day that I'm in, she works from home. And we've been doing it vice versa. Uh, which is it's good. So to be fair, working from home, we get quite a bit done. Because uh, there's no distractions. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it, I found it really weird. I was talking to someone the other day and they said, oh, we're coming out of this, I call it like a, a diet lockdown, uh, lockdown, this one or lockdown light, because it, it doesn't feel like people have really paid that same level of, um, you know, seriousness to it as, as we did before that. Um, you know, so it seems a bit woolly, but I did find myself talking to someone today and, and we were saying about, are oh, we coming out of this one? Uh, and I said, oh, when we return to normal. You know, and he said, "How's that normal?" He said, "You know, we're, you know, we're we're still locked down and tier three and tier two or whatever it might be, but you're accepting that as the norm now." You know, that's it, exactly, mate. 
Exactly that. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, events can still carry on. Well, I'm yeah. guessing places in tier two can, can't they? Or well, I, I think um, they've posted. Apocalypse have posted, haven't they? That their dates now stay the same after being told it's an outdoor sport. There's no spectators. Um, they clearly don't know that I go there and just sit on my ass watching. <laughs> I think that's probably why I'm not allowed to go because it'd be classed as a spectator sport. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, but no one out, else knows but... you're there spectating them. You just watch from the bushes, <laughs> don't you? Exactly. I don't that, know if yeah. that's called. Is that spectating or perving? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Not after the court order. <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's a bit, you know, I just, uh, yeah, I just hope people just make the most out of what they can um, mm. and just sort of think about everyone out there that's having a proper shit time of it because they've lost people or, you know, well, they've got and people, that, are people that are on their own who've um, been isolating since in March. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, and we're like sort of, some people are bitching and moaning about, oh Christ, another lockdown, I have to go. But it's like, think about them people who've been having to shield for medical reasons and that since March. Yeah. And you just think, oh, they must be climbing the fucking walls. I know I would be. So, um, I said to no. someone at work the other day, I said, look, you know, I said, the usual thing when you walk past someone, how are you doing? All right. Oh, you know, oh, this, that, nightmares, this, nightmares, that. And he went, how, how are you? I said, man, I'm all good, mate. I said, I've got air in my lungs and a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. I can't ask for any more than that. You know, I've got a wife and four kids at home who are healthy. My parents are healthy. Um, you know, her parents are healthy. Uh, even though we might have a few scratches around her foot from the ceiling. Yeah, sprained ankle, which is nothing else. Right. But no, everyone, everyone I know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to say that I don't know anybody short of my window cleaner that has really been impacted by it. So for that, what right have I got to moan? Exactly, mate. Exactly. You right. know. Anyway, yeah. welcome to episode nine on that joyous <laughs> note. Is it nine? <laughs> it is, is episode it nine. Christ yeah. alive. I know. Know. It's eight for me because I didn't turn up at the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you're fine. It's seven for both of you as well because uh, there was one episode that uh... I was. I'm eight. I'm on eight. This is eight for you're me. On eight, yeah. yeah. Nine for like nine. Those, nine for like nine. Those baby. Guys that, that was like, you know, you get the guys have been in the army from the start, and then you get some bloke that turns up nine months in. <laughs> You weren't there, man. You don't know. Yeah, you weren't there. You weren't there thugging out, spitting and pissing shit <laughs> in the flames. Fuck you, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, right, gents. What are we talking about this week? Bags and Bergens. Bags, Bags. and Bergens. Contents and packing off said contents, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw it to you first, Paul, because I've already got yours lined up. What one we got? What we got? As if by magic. Oi, oi. Oh, right. Hang on a minute. I've got to get the sign of age. There, get my reading glasses on. Put the bins on, mate. Just, um, turn the branding off so you can actually see me in case it'd be like that. <laughs> Because I've shaved. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, so this um, this bag. So I've I had this uh, in multicam first, um, and then I've uh, I was fortunate enough to to get another one just like it. So the the examples that I've done over the next couple of pages, again, they're purely individual choice of what you carry um you know so you feel free to comment but this is just something that i packed up based on what i might do uh, might take with me if i'm going out on a on a bit of a mission that might last into the early evening or into the night um you know like a four five six hour obs or whatever it might be at a meal sim <clears throat> and you need to just take a few bits with you just to carry you through so um Bear in mind, this is based upon me already wearing my plate carrier. 
uh, or chess rig. So I've got comms, mags, pyro and all that sort of stuff potentially in, in that. Uh, and it's also based on me uh, wearing my battle belt. So I never leave home without that. Um, and that's got my sidearm, spare mag, torch uh, and a multi-tool on it. Because um, yeah, I think, you know, you should always have some sort of tool with you. <laughs> be, be it, be it I always have a couple with me following behind. Just, just a general tool. <laughs> one that walks behind you and dribbles. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm here. Yeah, Hello, Mike. Um, so this uh, this bag, um, this is the uh, the Warrior Pegasus bag. Um, so there's a few dimensions there on the right hand side. So it's got a big one, one biggish compartment, um, and then a, a couple of smaller compartments. It's 23 liters approximately. Uh, I haven't filled it up with water to find out. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's 23 litres. Uh, and if you get it from retail, um, currently, I think from UK Tactical, it's £137.95, that bag, which is a lot for a 23 litre rucksack. Um, but I found it pre loved on Facebook for 60 quid. What? So, winner, winner. I'm well happy with that. Um, and that's that bag. So, comfy bag. It doesn't um, strip down and you can't molly it to your plate carrier or anything like that. It's just a fixed backpack. Um, it's got all the little chest clips and all that sort of stuff uh, on it and all the other gubbins. Um, but, yeah, if you scroll through to the next one, mate, I'll just take you through yeah. um, some of the bits and bobs on that. Right, so the small little long pocket along the front, um, some of the things that I'd packed in that. So, obviously, I'll go out and I'd probably have my boonie hat on. Um, but what I've done, I've packed in there a beanie. Uh, and two M4 mags. Uh, so the M4 mags, just to stop them rattling around, I wrapped up in the beanie. So I just kind of laid the beanie through the middle of them. Um, and that, that flat outright got rid of any any sort of clonking noises or anything like that oh, when wow. I was jogging, jogging up and down on the spot <laughs> in my extension when the kid's looking at me like I've lost it again. <laughs> um, so I've got that. Uh, and then there's a couple of little inner pockets in there as well. Um, so in that, I've got a Petzl head torch. Just so I can just backup. see you doing that now. Yeah, exactly that, mate. Exactly that. Um, oh, you got morning. these things have to be done. You've got to test it. Morning. How are you? Wave it to the neighbours. Yeah. Morning, Jim. <laughs> Mr. How are you going to get dressed? Not today. <laughs> um, yeah, so in there, there's a Petzl head torch um, just as a backup. So that's a Petzl, I think it's called an Actic, uh, rechargeable. Um, you charge that thing up and it lasts for ages. It's got dead lights on it. It's, you know, the red light, it's got all sorts on it. Um, and I've also got a little flat Sony camera, which you can just see. I don't know why I'm pointing to my screen because you can't see it. Um, there's there's a little very flat size of a pack of decking card, uh, deck cards, but but slimmer um, Sony camera. That's it. Um, and it's like a 10 megapixel. The memory card holds a thousand odd people. So if you need to get any photographs, you know, it's, it's absolute silent as well. So if you need to get any photos, um, you know, if you've got any intel that you've got to send back or whatever, you can do that. And it Bluetooths to a printer. Um, so you can print that up and, and put that up on the up on the wall back at the, the fob or whatever. So you can do your target acquisition for future, future walks. Um, and then if they allow you to carry it, um, there's a, uh, one of the little um, silky ball bags. Um, the BB carriers, but as I say, you know, it just depends. Sometimes you're allowed to carry them around. Um, other times, sites are quite precious over letting you take, you know, spare BBs. Um, right, but very, yeah. I mean, I'd have three, three mags up front on the on the chest rig, 
um, or on the plate carrier. I've got two um, on my battle belt. <laughs> Rage file. I've got to jump in. Rage files just said I don't see any blue ribbons. Such a disappointment. No, you know I was going to put them in there, but I'd eaten them, so I couldn't. That's why I think I've put in there somewhere on the right hand side. Um, I put one snack bar because I'd eaten the other two. The snack other one. Bars. <laughs> Uh, so yeah so if you're allowed to carry them great but if not i mean i'll have three five um you know five mags uh the old 80 rounds and then two spare anyway so mm-hmm. um and then in that bigger front pocket there um you can fit quite a bit in that so there's two wayfair meals um you've got um like a, a spork um pack of tissues um uh, and then that, that, that's the one that's been left. So the blue ribbons have gone. That's a fruit healthy bar. That's that's Ugh. still in there. That's still in there. That'll be that's, in the mer- there that's emergency rations only. That one. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever sell that bag in years to come, that will still be in there. Probably still <laughs> edible because um, it's got so much shit in it. Um, <laughs> and then underneath that, so um, I've got some chem lights um, and some of the IR uh, chems um, that that we got off yourself lance mm-hmm. um obviously they're, they're tucked yeah thank you very much um they're uh they're they're in a in a slot inside um but obviously because they're in their wrappers at the minute so the the schmag schma shimei um whatever it is we decided to call it last time like give on she um that's wrapped steps wrapped around it and again that suppresses the noise um, next to that, uh, there's a couple of charging cables. So um, a charging cable for uh, the head torch. Uh, there's also one there for um, phone. Um, uh, obviously, my GoPro, if I'm using that, that can all be done off of those. <coughs> Two spare CR123 batteries for um, my nods. Um, uh, a power bank. Um, it's, a, it's only a small power bank, but it's, it, I'll find out how much it is um, in the milliamp um, front. But it actually holds quite a bit of charge on it. Nice little press button indicators on the side. Um, so they're not too bad. I've got a few of them, but I'll stick one of those in the bag because that will charge up a phone a few times or whatever you need. Yeah. <clears throat> um, spare battery for the Pew next to that. Uh, underneath that, there's um, a couple of the... Um, they call isotopes or whatever they are. They're the other fishing things that you clip on your, your rod tips usually. Oh, mini um, chem lights, aren't they? That's it. So you can crack them and they'll last for so many hours and just put a bit of glow if you want to tuck that in your in your, in your your bag or whatever so you can be seen for the guy behind you. Uh, and then next to them is a little battery tester, which I got off of eBay for a couple of quid. So you just you plug your, your pew battery into that uh, mm. and then that tells you how many percent you've got left. Um on, on that battery as well. So all that kind of all tucks away nicely into that other main pack, uh, pocket. And I think I've got one. the same, um, I think I've got the same battery tester, Paul, and you can actually leave it on your battery in your riff. If you've got the spare room in the stock and then when your battery gets low, it'll actually buzz at you. Oh, okay. And give you an early battery, low warning sort of sound, but which will oh, also can give you away and yeah. you get lit up. So that's why I haven't done it. But beep, beep, there we beep, go. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice and quiet. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> but, but I must admit, you know, for, for what they are, um, yeah, you know, it, it, absolutely perfect thing to have with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you carry that, and then that 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 accommodate anyone's batteries. Um, so whoever you're with, you can use those. So that gives me a pocket spare as well in there. There's a mesh pocket on the inside um, that I've got spare on that. So that's the that's the two outer pockets. Uh, and then on the next page, 
yeah. Alakazam. Just quickly, Paul. Uh, one of the questions came in from Gaz. Is all this kit waterproofed in canoe bags? So it will be. Um, but they, uh, we had a conversation in our WhatsApp group the other day. Um, I've picked a couple up cheap as chips off of millets. So they're coming in. Um, but obviously, just I wasn't sure if I was going to be here tonight because I've been doing some briefings at work. Um, so this deck I prepped up front. That's it, exactly similar to those, mate. I think the ones that I've ordered might be like, like black or green or something like that. But but yeah, exactly the same thing. Um, I wouldn't put that much faith in the bag being 100% waterproof. But I have Fabsil Gold sprayed it um, as well. But yeah, absolutely. You know, anything that's likely to get wet, um, that's that'd, uh, that'd definitely be in there and, and, and wrapped up in a bag. Mm-hmm. So flip that open, as you can see, the main compartment there. Um, you've got a zip bag or a couple of zips on the inside, which are which are free uh, to use. Um, and then if I unpack that, so you can see on, on that left-hand picture, um, that's my water-resistant um, soft shell jacket. Um, and then the, the green bit at the top of the bag on that left-hand picture there uh, is uh, by a, a, an IFAC, so it's my first aid kit. Um that to be fair, it's not just individuals. There's there's other bits in there. I've kind of beefed it up with some bits. So there's like burn dressings. There's um, like a, a spray mist type thing to clean your wounds, as well as all the other good stuff that goes with it. So take those out of the way, um, and then sitting underneath those, just going on that right hand picture there. Um, so sitting behind all of that is a three liter source hydration bladder. Um, that comes up for a nice little hole in the top um, that will then just go down the back of the rig. Um, and next to that, uh, I've got the Pulsar XQ50 uh, laser range vining thermal scope. Um, so I'm currently in talks at the minute with the same guy. Uh, I don't know if you're going to put that slide up that I sent through at some point um, that did the chest rig. Um, I'm also, yeah, we'll come back to that one in a sec. Um, so I'm, I'm already, I'm talking to him about, um, getting some smaller, more custom bags that are waterproof as well, made for the nods and the thermal. Um, so they'll be inside a bag as well. So it'll be in the same OD, everything matches, but it'll be in like a waterproof lined bag as well, all made. So, so that's that. Next to that, um, we've got the uh, skull cap for my nods. Uh, that was from Grey Shop because the Cry one, um, you, you couldn't get hold of them. They were like unicorn tears. So I got the one from. Um, grey shop that come over no issues with that one um and then underneath that obviously is the my monocular my, my fleur um gen 2 plus hds um and then i've got the first aid kit uh jet boil uh spare eye pro and the source hydration bladder um all kind of squeeze in there as well and there's and there's more room to go on that so weighed it all in <coughs> once that was all packed uh, and that weighed in at seven kilos um, obviously, if you put water on that, then it would be a little bit more. Um, mm. But I wouldn't necessarily go out with three liters. Just depends really on what the weather's like, um, you know, and, and and what the what the could well be puddles of... out there, couldn't they? So exactly that, mate. We just don't know, do we? So it's yeah, exactly. Just whatever <laughs> needs to be done. What yeah. happens on the Milton yeah. stays on the Milton. I've drunk from worse. <laughs> I've drunk from worse cups. <laughs> um, Boom. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. Right. So so that's that, uh, essentially. So it weighs in at seven kilos. Um, uh, yeah, and I'm more than happy with that. And I was, it was quite surprising, really, when you dump it all out. 
how much you can fit in if you pack it a little bit sensibly. Uh, obviously, all around the outside of the bag. I don't know why they do that. All around the outside of the bag, bringing it in art form. Um, it's all mollied up and all that Very sort of stuff. So if you want to do it, it was, wasn't it? Oh, I started dancing. Fabulous. In <laughs> Join us next week where our episode will be produced entirely in the performance of dance. <laughs> jazz, Why not? <laughs> yeah. And all that jazz. Um, so, yeah, so there's Molly all the way around it uh, as well. Um, you know, if you if you wanted to attach anything else. Um, but to be fair, if I can't get by on that, then I'm doing something wrong. Um, so I can't really see me needing to attach anything to the outside. Um, because at least it'll all be inside and protected. Mm-hmm. That's a good shout, mate. So that's, that's basically used up, that's used up then for like a potentially a twelve-hour sort of up then pull if you're out on the ground. Yeah, I mean, I don't surprisingly enough, even more so now because my stomach must be shrinking. I probably stretched a bit after that kebab that I just eaten, but um, <laughs> I'm not eating as much anyway. But I found when I first went on that meal sim, the first one, I took so much food with me. But you you kind of eat. Um, and you'll have a quick meal, but then that's me done. I'm not, you know, mm. I'll be snacking, I'll be picking, I'll be this, I'll be that, yeah, and I'm yeah. not. So in there, minus the couple of blue ribbons that <laughs> should know, have been there, there, but not. But they're not. They, they were there when I packed them. <laughs> fucking bag fair. Honest, honest gov. Honest gov. <laughs> um, you know those two wayfair meals that that do me, mate, more than mm. enough. You know, mm. um, inside the jet boil, uh, if you take the lid off of that which you can't, obviously, because it's on a PowerPoint presentation before you try and take the lid off of it. Um, it's got four of the three-in-ones. That's it, mate, yeah. And a, an Aero uh, or a Galaxy one or whatever it is tucked under there. Sure? Uh, and then that's got like a tea towel on top of that, like a small flannel, just to keep the sound down of that rattling around, but also just give me something to, you know, to, to wipe it around or whatever it is before we before we pack up and move on. So that's that kit, 23 litres, quite a bit of kit in there. Um, you know, and bear in mind, if it's a bit of a chilly day, I'd have that coat on anyway. So then exactly, I'd have yeah, more, so it frees you know. up a bit of space, doesn't it? Yeah, but if I have it, I'm not going to take it. Um, you know, there's enough there to keep me going, and worst case, you know, you, mm. you you fight your way back to your own line if you have to, and then re, restock, retroop, and move back out again. Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, no, nice. Charles just uh, asked a question, well, suggested you, you know the um, waterproof wraps that you can get for bags, Bergens and the like. Oh, yeah, um, he over, he overcovers, so rather yeah. than rather than having a stuff sack, you can obviously have like a. It's almost like a big bag sock, I guess the best way to describe it is that it, yeah, it wraps yeah. around and then obviously adds a waterproof protection to that. Um, mm. Just yeah, I think my um, I think that X X three hundred the rucksack that I've got. That's got one of those, but built into the bottom. So you undo it. Yeah, some of the them are in the bottom or the top. Pulls, you can what is, what is this? Fucking hell, I'm going to have to start sitting on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, mate. How many? Oh, that was the classic parties of the family, wasn't it? Quite <laughs> everyone, come on, line up. <laughs> Marvellous. Yeah, so that's that. So that's that rucksack. Um, well pleased with it. Even more so for the price. Please that well, I could pack in there. Not particularly yeah, heavy when you whacked it on as well. Um, you know, and, and it didn't rattle around. It was nice and quiet, probably because it had a, a coat in there pushing it all in. Um, but nothing was really crushed. You know, the thermal wasn't crushed in. Uh, you know, the skull cap wasn't pushing into anything or anything like that, you know. Um, yeah, so all good. Mm, definitely, mate. And obviously, because it's not molly to your back of your rig now, you can obviously access that. You can whip it off your back. and then Yeah, so it's, it's perfect for me something. for the chest rig more so, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I did wear when I went up doing the... Bye, Paul. <laughs> no, he's back. He's back. <laughs> Bye, Paul. My nine-year-old just started FaceTiming me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell him to get again. in the chat like everyone else if they want to talk to you. <laughs> oh, honestly. He's staying there's, there's, there's a queue. Join it. He's, he's spam <laughs> FaceTiming me now. Oh, can you hear me all right? Yeah, can yeah. hear you, mate. Just, just can't see me. I seem to have disappeared off camera. I right, can hear you, bud. You're all good. Dirty cat. No, I don't know why that's... Anyway, right, we'll worry about that. We'll probably do you a favour not see a muggly mug for a little bit. Um, so, yeah. We'll miss out um, on the dancing now. Exactly. That. Well, I am dancing as we speak. Uh, no. Um, so, yeah, the idea around that is to wear that more with the, with the chest rig. Um, mm-hmm. I did put the rucksack on when I went up for a walk around with Mr. Marden. Um, you know, doing our night vision walk and our thermal walk that we did uh, a while back. Um, uh, and with the plate carrier, it just, it, I think it just needs a bit of adjustment because it dug in quite a bit, the rucksack. So, you right. know, for me, um, the chest rig, I find that it's, it's, it's really light. You know, it's a lovely, lovely thing to wear. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know, but a little bit more playing and it'll be all right, I think. But just, I think the first time I'd really worn it all together with the plate carrier, it just felt a little bit, Bit diggy, any? That's fair enough, mate. It's got to be comfortable at the end of the day. I'm yeah, no, I'm it. sure. I'm sure it would be. Just some adjustments needed, mate. I think. I think the thing is where, um, <clears throat> you know, sort of over recent the, the recent months, there's been a bit of a weight drop as well. The carrier sits differently on me, so mm-hmm. the straps, the shoulder straps, are now a lot further forward, um, where the where it needs sort of readjusting on the shoulders, um, and then sort of tucking back up. So where I'd have the straps from the rucksack, normally on the padded bit of the shoulder straps they're further forward than they should be. So the rucksack straps were digging in more around my armpits. Right, I'm with you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was so, wondering yeah. about that, because you've got, like, obviously you get the padded shoulder straps and that, but then obviously you've always got the, you've got your bit of webbing cordage, which you can pull tight to adjust the bag, but it's it's never going to be comfortable, is it? That bit of webbing cordage, no. it's got a sharp edge to it. Now, I, I wonder whether you could use a bit of pipe lagging or something like that, very small, like 21 mil pipe lagging with a bit of sniper tape on it, just to take the edge off of it where it's running underneath your arm or, as, you, as it runs around the back of your arm there. Yeah. Just that extra bit of padding, maybe. But it's surprising. So I say, at... woke up the next day, and it was like someone had, had walked up to me and punched me in the shoulder. It, it felt like it was bruised. Do you know what I mean? It was where mm. it really dug in. <clears throat> but, you know, by the by, you know, yeah, all good, mate. All good. Play. So that's that kit. That's that one. Um, I don't know if you want to chuck the other one up quickly before we move on to... So this... This, I am... Oh, mate, honestly, if the camera was working, I am pleased as punch with this. So, I was, I put it out there a little while ago that, um, you know, I, I was looking for solutions for um, the MP7 that I've got. So, uh, usual thing, got the MP7, got it all, all done and dusty, the, the upgrade's done by camo, got the thing through, then realised I've got nothing to carry any of the mags in. Um, had a little look online, UK Tactical and that sort of thing. They do, you know, all the gear that you can want. Um, but sometimes the stuff that you do want is out of stock uh, or they just didn't do it in, in OD, but you can get all sorts in multicam, you know. So um, I was having a little chat around and then I, I stumbled across um, uh, this guy, Mission Taylors. Um, and I just dropped him a chat saying, oh, you know, I've seen some of your work. Um, he's actually the guy that did the rockets on my X300. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he did those together in the same 
uh, material that Warrior used. So it's the same shade, if you will, of, uh, of OD. And I just got chatting to him saying, look, you know, I've got this, got a bit of a dilemma. Um, you know, I don't know what to do. And he said, oh, just grab yourself a bit of paper. He said, it doesn't have to be anything specific. He said, just write down roughly what you want um, and then send me the picture through and I'll, I'll have some thoughts on it. So I kind of dropped him a couple of pictures and said, look, there's this Haley strategic micro chest rig. Um, and then there's the spirit system one, um, which you can shed out loads and loads of money for. Um, but you've got to find them first. They're, you know, they're out of stock everywhere. Um, popular bits of kit, but they're exactly what I want. And here's a little drawing. I said, but the only remit that I've got, got for this build is that it needs to fit the Pathfinder chest rig that comes with the recon plate carrier. Uh, and then obviously it needs to fit the recon plate carrier itself because they're two in the same thing. The, the Velcro on the back sticks to the front of the recon plate carrier there and clips in via buckles. So I said, it's just got to fit. But other than that, you know, I need it to fit MP7 slots. Um, I want a, a, like an admin pouch type thing on the front. And then if you can do me a dangler as well, uh, similar to the Haley one, uh, that'd be fantastic. And he went, okie doke, come back to me. And he went, well, I've got some ideas. Um, also, where do you want to keep your radio? Do you keep that on your battle belt? Do you want it? And I went, no, to be fair, I'd not really thought about that. Um, and he said, I'll tell you what I'll do. Um, I'll put an elasticated pouch on the side, both sides. Um, and then you can have your, your bow thing in there. Uh, channel your um, cabling all up behind because you've got the Velcro hook and loop behind, so it's all tucked in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that fits nicely. And then what that gives you is the other side, if you wanted to put a <clears throat> like an EG smoke grenade or something like that, or if you was running a T, uh, TRMR or something, you can put it in that side. Yeah. Um, so, he, he, you know, he come back with his design, um, said to me, you know, no problems, I can do it all for you. Um, the MP7, he said, I'll get four um of those in and uh what that does um cheers guys appreciate that mate um he said they're inserts so you know you, you slot them in um and they honestly you can hold it upside down shake it about all over the place they don't fall out um but then if i want to run that rig exactly the same that unclips and goes straight on the recon plate carrier um but if i want to run that chest rig with m4 mags you just unvelcro that block of four mp7 inserts take them out and then stick in the three m4 inserts that he's made for me as well amazing um, spot yeah. on is or i can do you can do things like i can take out two of those mp7s and just run two megs up front and have a slot for you know something else if i wanted if there was something else i had to carry or whatever mm. um and i set it all up set all the comms up put it all on you know and i you only just think i've had i've had guns done before you know, where you've had them custom made for you or, you know, you've had all the internals upgraded and, and all this sort of stuff. But this is the first thing that I've ordered in the three years that I've been doing it that's been custom, like a proper custom made um, for you against, sort of thing, yeah. against a bit of paper that I've I've sort of scribbled on and sent off to somebody. And, and the guy, you know, it just the, well, it's just a different, you know. He, he, one, it's supporting people that are, you know, trying to run a bit of a business themselves. So I'm all mm-hmm. for that. But the level of service was, you know, and I paid for this. I paid pound notes for it. It was, um, it was, it was. I think it's hundred and fifty quid, uh, all in. I'm not being um, funny, mate, but for a custom-made bit of kit like that, that's a that's a bloody good price, I think. And look, you can see the workmanship that's gone into it from the pictures. So, exactly, mate. And the thing is, you say I'm not, 
it's not a, not a plug or anything like that. It's, there's nothing, no benefit in it for me that apart from that I've got a quality bit of kit. But you know, it's no, but that's what we were about, mate. Aren't we? if, if we find a, if you find a good company, we find a good company that we've used and it's a, a, good, a cracking bit of kit that you've got there, then you know, plug away, mate. Plug away for him. Exactly. Defo. So yeah, level of service was brilliant. The comms on Instagram, you know, it was just back before he had it all done. He, he, he had me informed of lead time, so he was waiting for the elastic for the side pockets. Set it all up, photograph, happy with that. Yep, right, here we go. Here's your tracking number. Posted, first class post, um, all the way through. And then as soon as I said, oh, I've got it here, sent the picture of the parcel. And he was like, right, let me know as soon as you've opened it. You know, any any problems, just, you know, give us a shout. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, if, if anyone wants this guy, he's, he's a wizard. He can do anything. Um, you know, so don't think, oh, no, he won't be able to do that for us because, you know, he, he just he just gets it done. Um, or he'd tell you outright, you know, but... Mm. Well, funny you should say that. I'm in talk to him at the moment about a little project. So, uh, you know, watch this space. More to be uh, revealed awesome. uh, later yeah. <laughs> But it's just, yeah, it's just it's just a lovely little bit of kit. And it's something that I've... Because I've been after it for ages and I've not run that MP7. So I've got it early part of this year. Had a couple of opportunities to run it, but never did because I didn't have the kit to carry the mags around in. Mm. So this for me is like a... Right, you know, night time. You stick your nods on if you're going out or whatever it might be, you're on a very quick hit and run, whatever it might be, you know, or, or hit a house if we're at Longmore on Blue 4, hit a house, you know, stir them up a little bit and get out of there. Four megs up front. I can put two megs, one in each leg of me, um, me claw gear trousers because they've got mag pockets on them uh, nice. and one in the gun and, you, and then you're away, you know. It doesn't weigh anything. Um, yeah, no, oh, proper chuff, mate. So Fair definitely point. if anyone, anyone, you know, has got something on their mind that they'd like built, you know, I would absolutely endorse this guy all the way through from his communication through to his work. Um, yeah, pro- proper chuffed. Fair play, mate. Right, Mr. Fraser. Yes. I'll be honest with you. So I am... Um... Just, sorry, just before you start, I'm just going to drop off yeah. and then drop back on again so the camera comes back on. Yeah, well, yeah that's cool. I feel like I'm missing out, yeah. <laughs> I can find my fucking phone. To be honest with you, in terms of like bags and burgers and stuff, I, I don't really pack a day sack per se. Um, it tends to be, for the most part, I'll probably run around with what I've got on my plate carrier mm-hmm. um, or my battle belt. Um, if I do, so, I mean, some of the games that we've played at the uh, Longmore UTC um, tends to be, let me just have Paul back in. There we go. Hello. Um, it tends to be um, more along the lines of I'll just take mission-specific stuff. So if I know that we're going to be out for a while, you know, I've got, like, bags of stuff that I can just lob in. So it's, it's all modular, all in the rest of my kit. Um, I generally tend to sort of long more take one of the carry cases. So I've got, like, a little tool, tool pouch, food uh, grab bag type thing, and I can bung that all in. So it's all, you know, a quick modular system. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I did want to talk about was this. So please be the, the flute please be the flute no it's not the flute oh. <laughs> it's a five i'll have you know anyway, um, anyway, anyway. to be seen in a later episode year. <laughs> um so what i'm holding is the carrymore uh, sf predator um which is a replacement pouch i guess for the rocket pouch for your standard bergen oh uh, we were talking about that in the last show about um bergens mate yeah yeah so i mean this has got a variety of pockets uh, you've got the two main pouches you've also got like a another hydration pouch um within the back of that as well um and this is this is good but i mean this costs 
about 60 quid. Um, and I'm not going to poo-poo it because I, I might be using it wrong, to be fair. But one of the things I have found is that it's quite saggy. Um, so you fill it up or whatever. It's got no real structure to it. So I think it needs some sort of like inserts to kind of give it a little bit more rigidity. Because right, it just so. it just doesn't hold its shape. I mean, I don't know if you can see there. So if that's if I'm acting as the bag, if you yeah. put any weight in that, it just drops down, and then you get like the top opening up and stuff. Oh, um, so it's just it. You know, mine, mine. I haven't really got a lot prepared for tonight, other than just I wanted to talk about that really. Because um, you know, personally, maybe if I if I'd have known that before I uh, obtained it, I didn't I didn't pay for it at sixty quid to be fair. So it came as part of a short back that I bought. Um, but I've I've taken this off and they've now replaced it with just a standard rocket pouch. Right. Okay. Um, and the reason being for that again is where my kits are all in modular pouches, I can just slot those in and out um, mm. as and when I need to. So. Oh, fair play, mate. Yeah, I mean, I was considering getting one of them, but obviously, if they're if they're quite flimsy, like you say, I mean, are they made from the same sort of material as a Bergen, or are they a lot thinner? No, it's a, um, yeah, it's a little bit thinner. I mean, the the pouches on the outside are a decent material. I mean, it's it's decent make. You know, it's not it's not a bad make. I think it's just, and again, it might just be I've got to play around with it and do something a bit differently for it. Right. Um. Yeah. The Rage Fire just asked if it's a Caramore. It is Caramore. I think it's the SF Predator. Um. Yeah, I had the Caramore SF Bergen for a long time, and that was a blinding bit of kit. But obviously, it didn't mm. have the side pouches like just a standard rocket pouches on it. But yeah, I mean, I'd say it's got it's got a pouch like a pocket in the top. So you've got the two pouches on the front. You've got a shallow pocket in the top that comes down to about halfway, and then you've got another sort of Velcro pouch. Down the back, you've also got um, straps on there as well. Um, I'm not really sure what they're for, to be honest with you. I don't know if you can like strap it to your leg if you wanted to or something like that. Um, but yeah, I say it's not it's not bad in any way, but it's just it's one of those bits of kit I might have to play around <laughs> with a little bit more. It's not bad. It's just floppy. Yeah, I've got I've, I've got to find a way to unsaggy my kit, basically. Yes. Uh, but yeah, guess I mean, it's all in the end, mate. <laughs> I need some sort of like Bergen Viagra. Um, Viagra. But yeah, I mean, basically, I say I, I don't generally tend to pack like a ready-made carry bag or anything like that. It, it does tend to be right. We're going out. Um, we're possibly if we're going to be out on ex on exercise. If we're going out on an ops mission or something like that, um, you know, I might take um, like the Miltec twenty-six liter bags, um, yep. relatively cheap and cheerful. Uh, just bung a few bits and pieces into that. Um, and I say it, one of the key things for me is that everything's modular. So, you know, I can just slot in my food, my ammo pouch, anything like that. So I know I've got everything. Um, That's it, yeah. Bag for this and a bag for that sort of thing. Yeah. It does amaze yeah. me, though. The, it, I know, obviously, you don't want to carry more than you need to. But when you look on, online and you think, oh, this is a nice rucksack. And then you think, oh, it's only 20 litres. You think, oh, I ain't going to get nothing in that. And you put your mind to it, you yeah. can get so much in there. You know, so you, don't want to, you don't want to carry too much for, you know, carry for the sake of carrying, <clears> but, you know, it's surprising how much you can get in. I mean, you said to me that, you know, oh, you packed all your stuff, Lance, didn't you? And, oh, can you get, what about your coat? You know, if, mm. you, if you did that, would you get your coat in there? And you think, looking at it, I think, I'm never going to get my coat in there. Um, and it's like, fucking hell, actually, yeah, I can. And there's still mm. room to spare, and it's only 24 litres. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, I mean, this is the thing. My, um, my plate carriers, we discussed last week, um, the plate carrier has already got a lot of my stuff on it. Now I know, um, I know that we obviously had the discussion about um, not sorry, not last week. I think it was the bags and burgers episode before. Um, but the idea of like you fight light, you know, you carry your stuff in with you in a bag, whatever you can just dump the bag. Um, 
I'm always a little bit conscious that there was an event where I dumped my bag and that was the last I saw of it for the next four hours. Because um, <laughs> we were, you know, it was out, it was way out. I could see it, but I could definitely could get to it. Um, but that had a lot of my kit in it. So, you know, I don't generally tend to carry a uh, jet boil or anything on me, for example. You know, I'm not being mm. funny. I can eat food cold if I absolutely need to. Yes, um, well, I've got one of those... Um, that makes a good point there. Roger Files saw in the chat about uh, inserting a, maybe like a Kydax uh, panel into where the water yeah. bladder would go in that side pouch to make it more rigid. It's a good shout. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I need to play around with. Um, I just haven't mm. had a chance to do that yet. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm, so not thing, I'm, off. I'm not writing it off. No, I'm absolutely. Gonna, absolutely it's yeah. a good bit of kit, but I just need to learn how to use it. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting you're saying about the um, like you know, things like your jet balls and things like that. So, you know, for example, if it was us three, um, you know, and, and Lance come over and said, "Oh, you, you know, we've been tasked to go and, you know, sit up in, uh, you know, some bush, whatever it is, and and do obs on a house at Longmore or whatever it might be, or you know, go in one of the houses, park up or whatever it is. Uh, you know, you pack your bag up. You know, you're going to be there for a little while, so you think, right, okay, X, you know, take X, Y, and Z with us. But potentially, one one jet ball between three of us, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's enough. It, yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, because you know, so, all three of us ain't going to be sitting around in a circle, old nans having our dinner at the same time. You're going to have like oh, mate. one maybe eating two on to a, a recon sort of thing than just taking it in exactly. well, to be fair so i don't carry a jet ball but i do have one of the um the self-heating mre kits so i can mm. do hot food i mean I, I can't do um teas or coffees or anything like that or hot chocolate but i'll be honest with you I, I don't generally drink a lot of that stuff anyway so a bit of cold water and you know a hot chili or whatever hot um, enough, yeah. that's fine for me um and then say Food wise, I don't generally carry loads. You might have like a little um couple of snack bars or something in there. And that's I say that's usually like a little modular kit. I can just bung in there. I know I know what's in there. Um mm -hmm. I've always got a bag of sweets on me on my plate carrier. Um I've had this conversation before with you guys, you know, it's it's how you make friends at an airsoft event generally. Ooh, yeah. Um there's nothing better than when you're standing there in a freezing cold and rain on ops for two hours, you know, reconning basically nothing, and then uh <laughs> You know, you get someone there just doing a little sweetie. I've, I've had so many sweet, people yeah. turn to children at that point. Hey, would so, you um... like some sweets? Really like <laughs> Say, boss, you sweep my yard up and give her some sweets. Where's my newspaper? Yeah, that's exactly the voice I use when I give it to him. <laughs> just sweets. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah the sweets. Um, right. But yeah, so basically, you know, I don't generally tend to. Um, pack a day sack or anything what i would say with the burger though as well is that whilst <laughs> dry sacks and stuff are great um it's a round peg in a square hole effectively because obviously a bergen a bergen is fairly kind of rectangular really um and then one of the things i have found from sort of experience is you put your sleeping bag in there and it's nice you know cylindrical shape you got your um i don't know your basher or whatever you've got in a nice cylindrical shape just just ram it in um Dry, dry sacks, don't get me wrong, you, big dry sacks are good. Or, um, uh, you know, the heavy-duty rubble bags. Mm. Um, that's yeah, always yeah, a good yeah, one definitely. as well. Um, because that, that is bigger than the Bergen, so obviously it just fills that void up. Um, Travis Perkins, mate, get yourself down there. Mm. Big old rubble sack. I mean, you, you but... do lose a bit of the compression that obviously the, the proper sleeping bag compression sack gives, for example. Um but you know, you stuff your if you if you're going to be taking your sleeping bag somewhere, stuff it right at the bottom of the bag, mm. um, and then if you need it, hopefully you're not going to need it in a hurry anyway. No, um, that's what it all comes down to the packing. Then all your yeah. essential items are either on the extremities of the bag or right on the top of the lid, mm. and then the stuff you can do without for a few hours, sleeping bag, bits like that. 
that can mm. that just goes down into the depths and it's like yeah so yeah that's that's me pretty much you know so it's much. just just whatever i need at the time that's what i pack rage of fire um, wants to know if you're an alien for not drinking tea or coffee <laughs> yeah no i'm i drink there's, tea, there, is, yeah. there's um, a, there is a word for it rage of fire i wouldn't call him an alien but <laughs> No, I do drink tea. Um, I'm actually really, really picky with my tea. So I um, I have to have... So oh, I've got a mug at work. Go. And I'm, I'm renowned for it, but I've got a mug at work. Two tea bags, a uh, tablespoon of sugar. And yes, it is a tablespoon because it's a big mug. Um, I fill it. I fill the water up to a line and I have to leave it to brew until pretty much the spoon stands up in it on its own. Um, and a little dash of milk. And it's... A strong, a strong, a strong old tea then you drink. I like a strong old tea, yeah. Yeah, I do like a strong tea. Tea leaves, oh tea leaves in a pot see my boy my boy is seven years old and we went on a day trip out to a farm and for lunch a, ki- a seven-year-old kid for a treat oh can i have a coke no no i'll have a pot of tea please dad <laughs> Hashtag dad fair play guys. that's my boy there that's, that's where we're at with that yeah absolutely pot of tea, tea for him sleeping bag should come with a waterproof bag for them so you can strap it to the bottom of your pack that's not yeah. a bad shout um that works yeah. quite well um yeah. Sean's just said builder's tea. Yeah. Builders I do have a story. Tea. I have another story about tea. I'll, I'll wait till the end of the episode and I'll share that one if, we, uh, if we've if we got enough time. Is it horrendous? Well, it's, it's not horrendous. Next, so oh. we, we... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not horrendous. It's just a funny story about tea. Um, right, Lance, would you want to uh, talk about yours? Let me just uh, find the old photos. Yeah, if I can remember as well, guys, since I sent you the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise me. <laughs> Don't say that, mate. Don't say that. Mm. <laughs> uh, too sexy. It's taking a while to come up. That's all right, mate. No worries. That's what she said. I need to send um. <laughs> <laughs> I need to send Paul my pictures so he can um edit them the way he does because I'm I'm no uh, I'm no whiz when it comes to the computer so he can PowerPoint the shit out of my photographs. <laughs> no, I, I, the secret I've I've someone that does it for me. <laughs> what are you up to today? You busy? Just, do that for us. <laughs> just, just, just pop it's a few just, things on there for me. That's, that's not stupid with Coca Cola. No, no, don't. Just, just. So there she yeah. is in all her glory. The uh, nice. British Army Woodland DPM short back Bergen with uh, the rocket pouches left and right side, and it's obviously this is a tailored um, Bergen with the uh, poncho roll on the front, and then it's got three additional utility pouches along the bottom front edge there. Um, Obviously, you wouldn't get that on the standard Bergen if you was purchased one from eBay. I mean, you can pick these up between sort of anywhere from condition-wise, from anywhere between sort of like forty-five quid up to, all the way up to sort of like ninety to hundred pounds, depending if they've been tailored or not. So, um, but this is a cracky bit of kit, indestructible. And um, <clears throat> one thing I will point out on this Bergen is, um, and I will find out the company that I got them from, and I'll pop a link in my Instagram and the Nofo chat. Is on the um, if you look at the where the hoods clip down the main lid there's two little popper buttons there now what mm-hmm. they are is they're actually additional main clips to shut the mm-hmm. lid of the uh, bergen so you're not using the actual ones that come stitched to the lid you're using these ones that actually pop on through them little molly straps so if you were to overpack the bergen for whatever reason and that strap was to go then it's just easily replaceable you just pop it off and click a new one on whereas if you break the actual main one that comes with the pack Can then it's it. a whole undoing the stitching restitching yeah. it so I'll, I'll get a link they're not too expensive either so i'll find a link and i'll post that in there for people using the bergen um with them clips um but yeah that's like i said that's it's uh the short back uh british army bergen with all the bells and whistles on it i think i've got a couple of other pictures mike with um that's just a general overview 
So if we can go to, there we go, that's the front there. So you've got the three additional utility pouches along the front there and the poncho roll at the top underneath the uh, the main pack uh, clasps. Um, and in that main, with, with the top poncho roll, obviously, I'll hold my poncho, 10 pegs, um, some additional power cord, and that'll be literally my shelter system all in that one pouch, ready to go on the extremities of the bag. So when I get to my fob or my harbour area, I can ditch my Bergen, whip the poncho out, get it up, get it pegged out. Underneath that, you can see I've got my uh, poncho, my uh, uh, basher poles. Sorry, to find the right words there. So I've got my basher poles there. So I can put them out. If I haven't got any tree lines, I can put a ridge line up for. I can use the basher poles and actually just like erect a little A-frame tent type thing. But yeah, all my shelter systems, extremities of the bags, it's the first thing I'm going to grab to get that set up, get my kit under there, get it dry. Um... Utility pouches at the bottom there, I'll use them literally for any additional rations, bottles of water, bits and bobs I need to get to quick, any bits and bobs that I need to get for my team, whether it's a bottle of water for the guys to share between them or anything like that. Um, nine times out of ten, that's all that'll be in there. There's nothing specific to go in them three pet. Like I said, they are utility pouches. They're just a little go-to pouch for any additional items you might need to get. Um Happy the they, they, they are jet boil size, mate. So you you quite comfortably fit a jet boil in there with a little oh, right. bit of wiggle room. So yeah, all day long you'll get a jet boil in there. You'll get a large fifty-eight pattern water bottle in there easily. Oh, nice size, then. Oh, they're a good size, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and obviously each left and right rocket pouches. Uh, one of them I'll dedicate to keeping all my my actual main rations in for the weekend. Um, and any other bits and bobs like that I need to go along with it, like my cleaning kit, things like that, hydro, uh, for my hygiene. And then the left-hand side, uh, I'll dedicate that to water, uh, purely because if we can't take our Bowser in that we use between the team, we've got a 20-gallon uh, water butt that we'll take in um, for us all to share out between the team. If we can't use that for whatever reason, then I can get sort of like four to six litres of water dispersed between the two rocket pouches, predominantly one on the left-hand side that have more water in it because I have the rations and that to counter the balance of the weight to try and keep the pack level. Um, so yeah, rocket pouches either side for me is going to be uh, my main rations and any hydration, water, bits and bobs that I need. And that's the, that's the sort of the outside of the Bergen. And that's why quickly in the top of the lid, uh, waterproofs, uh, Gore-Tex trousers, Gore-Tex jacket. Nine times out of 10, I probably wouldn't bother with my Gore-Tex trousers, defo a jacket. And, and if not that, even a poncho, but um, yeah, top of the lid, easy to get to quickly like i said anything you need to get to quickly like the utility pouches on the front maybe a first aid kit if you need it for a, a real life situation or whatever you need so, so everything close by always handy perhaps to keep a small uh handheld torch in there um if you look on the very top of my bergen actually in that picture you can see a little black uh, cylinder with a yellow type disc in the front and that's like an everlasting glow stick so at night time i can id my bergen because i'll have a little faint yellow glow from that from that and it'll ne that'll never ever run out that's constant. Mm. It, it lasts like hundreds of years, whatever it is. Some Where's weird chemical in there. Uh, courtesy of the brother-in-law who demobbed from the army. Gave me a little present there. So that's it there at the top there. And you can literally slide that. Much like you get, um, you can buy them green chem light holders. And you put you snap your chem light, put it in there, and you can twist the bottom of it. And you can either expose the whole chem light or just have a little sliver of it showing. That's mm. literally that, but without ever having to use a chem light ever again. So you can literally have, you, have, have as much. Have you seen them on Civvy Street? I haven't, mate, no. Oh. You can get... um. You can get small you, ones. Uh, you can get little, small little, uh, tiny little, um, like teardrop ones on a little metal key yeah. ring. Um, how mm. long they last for, I don't know, but they're good. They like, usually get them like a purple colour. I've got a few of them actually on my... Actually, if you bear with me, I can grab it and show you it now. These ones yeah, you I've can get Yeah, I've got a couple on my keys. Straight. I think they were about, maybe about a tenner each. Um, 
So, I mean, I've got one that's green and one that's red, I think. That's just quite a good so, idea, isn't it, when you... So, if you looked here on my day yeah, sack, yeah, there, there it is. See it there? Yeah. So, it's exactly the same thing, and that'll glow purple at night time. That'll glow up uh, purple. You can get them on Civvy Street. It's just like an everlasting chem light, guys. I'm not sure what you'd have to search up. I'll look it up. Yeah. I'll try and find it for you. But I'm why are you talking? I'll have a little the, jiggle. Yeah. For ID in your kit at night time, one of them on your on your day sack for night time, one on your Bergen. And it also, obviously, and it's very subtle. It ain't, it's not advertising your location by any means at all. It's a very subtle. If you know what you're looking for, you'll see it if you're not, if you follow me. So, but yeah, that's the basically the outside of the um, of the Bergen guys of, of how I go out packing it and making sure it's all secure. Not necessarily every event you're going to be able to have to use a Bergen. Um, a lot of events you'll be able to take a, a, like your storage crate and load it straight into your bivvy. But if you're patrolling in from the safe zone, then I've got everything I need within this pack to last me a weekend. Obviously, bar from my gun bag, by law, you've got to transport your gun in a gun bag until you're in the game zone. So, um, that's everything I need from a from a sleep system, cook system, hydration, everything like that. Medical stuff, batteries, all be inside this bag for a How whole weekend. How do you weekend, find so. it from uh, the, the weather? Does it hold a bit out? Is it like showerproof or is it? I've never, I've never had problems with kit being wet inside that, mate. But if you're you'll see in a minute that well, there's a, there's more layers to it than just having the extra like relying on the outside of the Bergen because yeah. water's water, it always get in there. So if we go into um, so here we go, here chaps. So this is the. Uh, Top left-hand picture is my large stuff sack, which is like a canoe bag, which we mentioned. I think Rage of Hall mentioned about them earlier in the chat. And this will fit the entire inside of my Bergen, my main pack of my Bergen. That will fit inside there with room to spare as well. So it actually sits proud of the top of the bag. Um, and inside that, I will wind up my sleeping bag. So with my sleeping bag, I'll put it inside its bivvy bag, feet first, and then I'll grab the bivvy bag and the, um, the sleeping bag at, at the toe end of the bag, and I'll spin it like that. Spin, 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 spin. And that'll slowly get all the air out of the bag, and you'll end up with a massive long sausage, tight-wrapped sausage of a bag. As soon as that's done, stuff it straight into this large dump pack, which is inside your Bergen. Just stuff it, stuff it all into the bottom of the corners of the bag, and that's your sleep system taken care of. And that's no big roll mats, no big compression sacks. You're not sitting there trying to roll up nice and small, wedge it inside a thing. Just whip it up into a frenzy, bosh, straight into the bottom of your Bergen, and that's that taken care of. You haven't got to worry about it anymore. And then all my other dry kit, other dry bags go straight on top of that. I roll that compression sack up, the main one, roll it down nice and tight, pull the bag up shut, and that's it. All my kit's in there. It's bone dry. ain't going to go anywhere. I could probably submerge the bag and, and still have dry kit when I come out the other side. So I've got not only, especially for my sleeping bag, it's obviously the sleeping bag itself. It's inside a waterproof bivy bag. It's inside a waterproof canoe bag. And it's obviously it's inside the Bergen. So I've got three layers there before you even get to the actual kit that you're worried about getting wet. So that's the that's the the plan behind that bit. If you look at the top there on the sorry the uh, bottom left hand picture, that's actually the over wrap of my bivy uh, bivy bag which my sleeping bag is in. So you could just see my sleeping bag there. So once that's pushed down inside the Bergen, I can then overfold and overlap my bivy bag inside the compression sack, and that's obviously another layer of waterproof in there to all my kit which is inside the main pack of the bergen and that's basically i don't use compression sacks for my sleeping bag chaps it's just literally straight in the bivy bag wind it up push it into the bergen and then the overhang from like the hood bit which goes behind your head i leave that hanging outside the bergen pack all my other kit and then pull that over the top and then obviously with the compression sack as well and it's just that it holds everything nice and tight and keeps it all nice and waterproof and that's that bit mike if you're going to yeah just jump it in there lance um if yeah, anyone on, wants to uh the little um the little glowing 
stick things there. Cool. I've just found some uh, on called Night Glow Ring. I think to be fair, actually, uh, someone's also uh, posted that in the chat. Yeah, Gaz has already posted that in there. Um, so Night Glow Ring or Illuminate Life. They're the little um, teardrop things. You can you can get quite a different colours and right, different okay. sizes and stuff. Um, I will talk to my brother-in-law and I'll ask him where he did get that. Um, the one, the main one I've got on my pack. And if he does a uh, know a um a shop or an online store or anything that, and I'll obviously I'll, mm. I'll post a link for you guys. Hey, Rage Files also pointing out you can get from Chernobyl as well. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think you could just snap a stick off a tree in Chernobyl. Just, just run the just, bag around there. Be glowing for life. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the other one called? Oh, that's all right. And I've got it. Glow ring. Yeah. Glow ring. Yeah, make sure you write glow ring and nothing else. Um, yeah, no, I tried that first up. of all. It didn't come up with what I was looking for. <laughs> Autofill on your phone. Um, I'm no expert, but that doesn't glow in the dark. <laughs> uh, Lance, quick ones. Uh, the DPM poncho roll. Where did you get that from? Uh, what, on the front of the Bergen? Yeah. Um, no idea, mate, because it would come tailored on the bag. That's a, that, that's been, that Bergen's been tailored in camp by the camp tailor um, with the three utility pouches. And obviously the DPM poncho roll, whether that's been handmade or handcrafted, I don't know. I will, ta- if anyone's interested, I will take some ex- some better close-up pictures of the poncho roll, and and post them up for people to see. And perhaps you you know someone who could probably knock up something like that. But brutally honest, I've well, no idea mission, where that's come that, from. The mission tailor, mission, ta- like, yeah. mission, mission yeah. tailor. There we go. Get in touch with him. I'm sure he could do something for you. Absolutely. Uh, the other question was: Does the bag still got the waist belt attached? It does have the waist belt attached. I don't use it. And what I do with the waist belt is um, where you've got the opening, where you've got the inside of the bag where your back is, you've got the opening there that the belt sits through. I literally just fold them ends back on themselves and go there, go back inside the pack. I find it easy to chuck on and chuck off. If I've got a plate carrier on, I've got my webbing set on. By the time I've chucked my bag on over the top of that, it's not going anywhere. I pull the straps tight, the waist belt, it, 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 I don't need it for that. For what, for what, for what I want to do with it, um, the waist belt, it's just, it's just another thing I've got to do up and undo to take it off. I like to be able to just loosen the shoulder straps and just drop the bag and it's gone and that's it I haven't got to worry about it now so these, these so, glow yeah. rings are seriously cool yeah, mm. yeah got they're great kit, for mate. keys honestly the number of times I've lost my keys in the dark yeah um, they are a wicked bit of kit to like, get hold oh, of yeah. you can see it so. uh, mm. yeah it says you can you can locate your kit from um, as far as 30 feet away in complete yep. darkness glows continuously for 10 years and is waterproof for 30 metres that's it exactly that mate oh mate I like. Right, so on this slide here, chap, so now we're moving into the waterproof, the compression sacks, dry bags, whatever you want to call them. Um, just showing two pictures there. Obviously, you've got the blue one on the left there, item one, and underneath that, I'll keep um, a lot of dry kit. Obviously, you've got my sealskin socks there for um, when my boots get submerged. Um, I've got my foot powder, um, a spare T-shirt, um, a neck warmer. Basically, that left-hand side is all my warm kit, everything I need to keep warm. If I do get wet, everything I can change out into, dry my feet off, this, that, and the other. One thing I have got in there, if you can see that DPM roll, that is actually a DPM Arctic Overglove, which is fully waterproof Gore-Tex. That's the one there. So not only does it act as a glove, but it's also a handy little stuff sack for some of them smaller items. You could put a pair of pants, a pair of socks, and a T-shirt in there, push it up into the glove. Because it's a mitten, it hasn't got fingers, it's actually a solid mitten. So you've actually got a good bit of storage there. You can push a load of gear up inside that. Pull the draw cord. There's actually a molly. Uh, there's a um, a webbing strap on the outside of the buckle, so you can pull that nice and tight. Again, that's another method of keeping kit dry within your Bergen, within another dry bag. So there's a high chance, well, very very low risk of any water penetrating into where you want to keep your dry t-shirts, your socks, your pants, this that and the other. Just keeping the kit dry. That's the main thing. 
Uh, moving across there onto two again. That's just another dry sack, uh, another uh, compression sack, which has got my seal skin socks in, another pair of dry socks. Um, item three. That's for like my night kit. If I'm taking a lightweight sleeping bag, basically what I've done here, chaps, is I've shown a picture here of worst case scenario. So I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to take all this kit on one event all the time. This is this is for like a going on to event in the months we're coming into now, December, the January, especially the February times of the year, where it gets proper cold. You need to have them layers on you. You need to have that dry kit on you. You need to have them changes the clothes on you. Summertime, you can sort of get away with having a lot less than what I've got there. So this is worst case scenario. So don't think, you know, I've got to get all this stuff to be able to take part in it. No, by no means at all have you got to do this at all. This is just worst case scenario and obviously showing the volume of kit you could carry inside a Bergen if you needed to. So so item three there, I've got my Corinthia um, bivy slippers or, or army Uggs, whatever you want to call them. Great bit of kit if you've got a lightweight sleeping bag, a three season, you can chuck them on with a softy jacket. You've got layers and layers of insulation there for days. And they'll go into that um, X-Bed uh, stuff sack there in uh, number three. Underneath that, uh, it's in there because it, I got it free from Millets when I bought some stuff and they chucked in a free uh, microfiber towel, dry towel. So I thought it's nice and small, always handy. Chuck it in there, use it for wiping iPro, drying yourself off, whatever you need to do. It's just a little compressible towel into a little pack, so that's cool. Um, item seven there, I've got my windproof schmock um, softy jacket, uh, which is um, the uh, USA Tactical one. Uh, again, expensive bit of kit, um, not essential, but it, it's it's not waterproof, but it is windproof. It's about it's that wind chill. It keeps that wind chill factor off you. So if you've got that underneath there with the smock over the top, perhaps then yeah, you'll be dry. You'll be dry and warm for days. Um, Number four, which I've got here next to me, is my um, this is my ghillie um, hood uh, jacket type thing. So that's how small it will actually compress. It will actually go smaller than that if I wanted to, but because it's a, going it goes into a specific pouch, I didn't actually have to compress it any more than that. But if anyone's unfamiliar with how these actually work, I can do a quick demo now. So what you'll have for these compression sacks is so there's my ghillie hood. I won't take it all the way out of the bag, but there's my ghillie hood. So into the sack it goes. At the top, you've got like a um, a rigid lip around the top of the bag. Just hold that shut, push the bag down, and push it down as much as you can. You'll get all the air out of it. And keep holding that lip shut at the top. And then once you've got as much air out of it as you can, pull it tight, and that vacuums all the inside of it. Roll the top down. Oh, excuse me. And then just click your buckle around, and that's that done. Then you can do it, get it a lot better than that. But it's the idea of compressing all the air out of it, and then once you've got all the air out, pull it up nice and tight, and that will literally vacuum tight all the kit inside there. And that's why it looks a bit of a funny shape until you've made it a bit more pliable. But it's a nice, thin, not overly big pack now, and that's obviously 100% waterproof as well. So, little, little tutorial there. Um, moving along from the red dry sack, we've got um. My small, the small number five there, small green one, that will keep uh, some charging leads, uh, power bank, um, or any electronics. Just a small, obviously it's the size. You're not going to put um, a power bank and a couple of uh, phone charger leads inside the big X-Bed number three bag. This enormous, you know, Millets do this a great range. I think the light green one, the red one, and the blue, all from Millets. And I think it was buy one, get one free. So I've got six day sacks there, for, uh, six um, dry bags there for about 30 quid. The blue one's about the size of the rocket pouch on the Bergen, maybe a shade bigger. So you've got plenty of room in that one. 
and then obviously the green and the red you're getting easily into a utility pouch on a set of webbing for for sizing um over to number six there um spare combat shirt again another spare pair of gloves uh a uh, peter storm uh fleece from again from millets no, nothing fancy 15 quid it's a nice thermal uh, warm layer um to chuck on or take off as and when you need it um if it's for jumping into your sleeping bag you need that one extra little bit of layer it's a nice thin little top but it holds the heat um and that's basically the contents of my bergen uh, ladies and gents is all contained there within them sort of half a dozen uh, dry sacks and compression sacks and it's all like mike said earlier about his kit it's all modular so it's all a pack i mean i know some of the guys serving they'll put um a zip tie around the zip depending on what bag they need so if they're trying to find stuff at night and they can't use they've got light discipline they can't use torches and stuff like that say for example their sleep system bag they will have one zip tie around it and a little loop their cook bag will have two zip ties around the zip so when they're feeling around for the bag they think oh what one two two zip ties i've got my cook set and, and so on and so forth and that's why they go around with them uh, trying to locate their kit at night time obviously we haven't got to be as tactical of that and but the more you use it that the helps. same way definitely and you pack helps. it the same way yeah it definitely helps yeah but i mean the more you get into it and the more you um you pack your kit and you unpack your kit and you pack your kit and you get used to it and you get used to the feel of what's in what and what, where you've put it as long as you keep doing that and you get regimented of where you're storing stuff left hand rocket pouch in my berg and it's got two liters of water this that and the other i know where that is the right hand one's got this that and the other utility pouches your poncho roll where everything goes and it's obviously it's the same with your with your rig as well that you carry you know your low carry and stuff your webbing set and your plate carrier um it's it, it, it's all um about practicing guys and uh with the packing and that you'll you'll find your own way i mean there's there's ways of doing packing bergens differently that people do all different ways and some might not agree with me some might you know it's that, that's the way i find best works for me and um, it take it keeps all my kit dry all my essentials i can easily get to them and it's methodical you know if i do it's very rare in an airsoft event where you'll be in your harbour area or your fob and suddenly you'll get bumped and you think, right, we've got to pack all our shit up and now and go and find somewhere else to sort out, to, to camp out for the weekend. It doesn't really happen. Um, but yeah. by packing I'm, it this I'm way... I'm to do that on a Milsim. Like, yeah. like, it's been threatened, but we just defend, defend the, the, uh, yeah. the base. <laughs> because you don't want to pack up all your stuff so you don't give it up that's it yeah. basically that's it yeah <laughs> but that is in, in essence guys that's pretty much what i pack um how i pack it and it works for me and it's comfortable and um it, like you said like mike said with the with the stuff sacks and that it's modular or everything's got its place everything's got its um own identifiable bag keeps it all dry and that's the main thing really so um yeah from my point of view that is pretty much me covered for the bergen side of things that's cool mate happy days good uh, little demo there as well yeah i was yeah. just going to say actually on that on that point about identifying kit in the dark and stuff so one of the things i generally tend to do is i've got different colored um like roll bags and things for bits mm -hmm. and pieces um i mean yep. rage file was just saying um one of the things that bothers him about getting into milsim is he owns a lot of the kit from climbing and mountaineering but it's about as tactical as a two-year-old with a drum um <laughs> <laughs> well welcome to my world um but that's not a bad point actually because i mean a lot of the stuff i've actually got inside my burger and i don't have like od stuff i've got like a bright yellow but little bag for um like clothes and bits and pieces so i, I i'm starting to get used to the fact that the, the colors of my little bags uh lance has just decided to leave um the colors of the bags um basically relates to various things um and the other thing actually I've, I've just thought of it now but i mean those little uh night glow rings um i'm now debating getting a couple of those and having a color-coded version of that as well so that you know 
I, I know. Oh yeah, the little the little yellow glow ring that relates to the yellow bag. I know exactly what's in that. Um, so that's yeah, just a thought. Exactly that, and I think as well, once you get into a routine with it all, you kind of know what's what, don't you? Mm. You're sort of fumbling around. You know, I've got. Um, I mean, I've got a couple inside mine. So I think over over time, I've got two, three, four of the Warrior utility pouches, and one of them, um, which I've got actually up here. Two seconds. Get that without half a ton of shit falling all over the place. So one of these, um, and I've got I've got a good few of these. So this one here has got all of my. Um, so like my GoPro in it, mm-hmm. um, and it's got some more of those clip lights. So it's got all of the, all the different cables that I'd need, um, like a different mount for for the GoPro if I wanted to put it on the gun. Uh, it's got the power banks in it and all that. So that one there, you talk about those little glow lights or whatever, you know, is 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 ideal. Or just having a tag on the outside in the Molly strap, so I know that if the tag's there, then. Um, you know that's that's the one for me, but and then I've got another one like that which I keep. You know, Nurofen, um, the tablets that I have to take for epilepsy, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, just some dextrose tablets just to give you a bit of a pep sometimes if you're feeling mm. a bit low. All of those are in another one. Um, Actually, I mean that's that's a good point. One one of the things I've learned since starting airsoft, let alone milsim, is don't necessarily unpack all of your kit when you get back in yep. because I was finding I was, you know, you, you go to one event, right. I'm going to put that there. I'm going to put that there. You come back from the event. Um, I'll answer. Sorry. I was there. <laughs> my battery died on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I was just saying Lance, one of the things I've learned is um, when going to Milsons and stuff and, and airsoft is, is don't unpack everything to like baselines in that. Cause otherwise no. you, you end up, you know, putting things in different places every time, and then you never That's know it. where anything is on your kit. You, know, you want to be able right. to, if you've got a blindfold on, just reach. I mean, again, this is me and my plate carrier rather than the bag, but I can just I reach into a pouch. I know what's meant to be in there. Exactly. Um, exactly. So. So you can just do something like you say, something very simple. It's not cut down, but where's it gone? Just to. That's it, mate. Know. Literally, yeah. One zip tie on there, and you can feel around your bag. Oh, that one zip tie, right? I know what that's the one zip tie. Then the other bag's got the two zip ties. That one's got the blue ribbons in. I wasn't sure if it was the blue ribbons or the Jamaican homegrown. (laughs) (laughs) My Colombian golf grass. You play 18 holes on it in the morning and smoke it in the afternoon. (laughs) Oh, right. So next week, uh, we are talking about starter kit. So we're going to be putting our heads together and coming up with like the top 10 items um, for the starter kit. Um, now, the reason for that is, is A, we want to have a little video for uh, noobs. Pardon the, the phrase. I, I'm not, I don't use it regularly, as you can tell by the way I just pronounced it. Um, noobs. Noobs. Um, <laughs> noobs, whatever. We're going to we want to create a little noobs, video yeah. for them. Um, so if anyone's thinking about kind of getting into into milsim um kind of what do we recommend not not necessarily specific products but you know yeah. just just things to consider getting and making sure you've got um so if anyone's got any ideas please don't hesitate to drop us comments messages etc um some, some of the also... stuff is it's quite easy isn't it you know what i mean it's 
Mm. Yeah, you know, it's really basic stuff. So you watch it. It is, yeah, and again, and it's not, and it's not, um, it's not bank breaking either. So before people no. think, oh, here we go, we're going to get bombarded with a, it's not, it's not, it's, it's things that work for us. It's things that I've used when I, on my first event, which in theory I could still probably use now, which wouldn't be a problem. Um, it's just basically sort of like our, our top ten or, or ten essential items that you'd need to be able to comfortably and safely uh, take part in a Milsim event. That's, that's but, I think that's pretty much where we're going with it. Yeah. So if anyone's got any ideas of things they want to throw at us, um, of sort of you know your your top item that you pack, then let us know. Um, we've also got our Christmas special um, on the 18th of December, so that'll be our last episode before um, you know Christmas this year. Um, so what we're doing on that one, that'll be actually an hour and a half episode, um, and it might devolve into a two-hour episode because it might have like a half-hour behind the scenes with whoever's left. <laughs> There was a standing. Yeah. After drinking um, so all feel the, free uh, to join us. <laughs> We're going to be talking about our um, our sort of top thirty gadgets within airsoft and milsim. So um, we're going to have uh, a whole load of gadgets that we'll have kind of done a little poll on uh, between the four of us um, and ranking for various bits and pieces. So again, if you've got any gadget ideas, we've had a few come through already. Mm-hmm. Um, just drop us a message on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. Uh, those uh, night glow things are now on the list. By the way, mm. and, oh, um, I see. I'm yeah. all over that. There'll be another parcel <laughs> coming through the door that I'll have to explain. It's an itty bitty parcel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, please throw stuff at us. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it for this episode. So uh, thanks everyone for joining us. I'd be uh, interested if anyone wants to post on the on the Facebook page if they've made any uh, airsoft related Black Friday purchases that they'd like to share. Oh yeah, I made um, one today. Oh yeah, actually, sorry. I was gonna. That was one of the things I was gonna raise. Um, uh, is it still? Is it? Let me just check. It's still at that price. Yes. Yeah, so, um, if anyone's interested, uh, PreppersShop.co.uk currently has a 110-piece genuine army ration supply kit uh, for 55 quid, and that's got 20 British Army meal pouches, 10 Army rice pouches, 10 mixed veg pouches, basically a shed ton of food. Um, for 56 quid or 55 quid, which seems quite a good deal. Um, but they've only got 37 left and they're only at that price for maybe another sort of 20 minutes. So if you're interested, I would I would go and check that one out. Oh, we all put yeah. our hats on already. I was going to tell well, you about my tea a, story. Mine's a bit of a ball lake but to get on, so I'm just going to sort of dick around now. For I've a gone bit proper World War One slash 2. I think it's 2. I'm going to take my fucking glasses off. <laughs> I've had, I've had a <laughs> 2 or too many glasses. Oh, Race made a purchase. Oh, yeah, go uh, on, son. On Black Friday, they've got a Spiritus clone and an MK18 and some rum. And some cool. rum. Lovely. <laughs> I have my Christmas hamper turn up from Naked Wines. Nakedwines.com. Go and have a look. Um, of, <laughs> this is just of... like the one episode we're just throwing throwing potential like customers. <laughs> it's at festive. It's a festive stop. season. We're allowed to talk about booze and that. Come on. <laughs> Because oh, we're wearing two sets of egg cans, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you oh, my, I'll, oh, Paul. I'll tell you my tea story quick, because that, that image is going to haunt me of Paul. <laughs> ah, dear. Dear God. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a swim cap, isn't it? It looks. I'll tell you what that reminds me of, the um, Captain Condom hat. Yeah. It's a strong look. Oh, Paul's muted you, himself. Paul. Paul, you've muted yourself. Unmute Paul. I, I can't unmute you. There you go. Paul's back. I think I just realised. Can I go on there? I don't know. 
Anyway, yeah. This is the skull cap. Oh, is it? Not ideal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the cap. Cap. This is my tack lid in a put on a in a, ja- a jaunty angle. This there is just go. a helmet that I have in my collection. I love that helmet. It's a lovely helmet. It's right. nice. It's quite matte finished as well. Not shiny like the ones that I usually see. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, I've done the usual lance treatment. It's brand new, and I'll just put a cover it in spray paint, so it's, it's nice and dulled <laughs> down now. Right, I'll end with my the, tea story, because um, somebody just messaged me saying, I've got to tell the tea story. Um, so tea I story. actually went on a friend of mine's Hindu, um, because, you know, why not? And uh, it involved a tea, like a, a, an afternoon tea. Uh, so basically rocked up. It's quite a nice hotel. Now, I again, having told you why, what I have for my cup of tea, I don't have fancy teas and stuff. I was presented with this menu of teas, um, which I had never heard of. Does anybody know the actual technical term for normal tea, just out of interest? Is there a technical term? What do you mean a technical term? What, for making it or just the... the no, it's in the type of tea that's like the normal tea. I only... Uh... No, I didn't come across it either. So I had to ask the waitress, you know, excuse me, what would be the sort of tea I could have on a construction site? Because that's that's the tea I like. So she said, oh, it's a breakfast tea. Oh, yeah, yeah English breakfast, breakfast tea, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was called that. So um, yeah. that was pretty awkward. And then I used up all their sugar. Quite right. Oh, dear. So, I do like yeah. an English breakfast tea, yeah. I like an English breakfast. tea is a good one, is the Twining's <laughs> purple ones. The, the, the Twining's extra strong purple tea bags are the bollocks oh the, the purple ones bollocks the purple bollocks are the best <laughs> ones to, to have if you're going to have bollocks have them <laughs> right and on that note we are now talking bollocks so we will uh we'll leave you guys so thanks for joining us on this episode uh we'll see you all next week for our top 10 top and 10. uh week after that i think we're talking comms so radios comms. and bits and pieces like that comms. and uh the week after that will be our christmas special so hello comms one, two, comms. <laughs> right, see you all later, guys. Take this fucking thing off. <laughs>